What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of This or That. I'm Stephen Lee, as always, joined by Frank Jackson, and today's discussion will be a battle of the flops. That's right. We're talking about Snoop Dogg's sophomore album, The Dog Father, released on November 12, 1996, and Nas's fourth LP, Nostradamus, released on November 23, 1999. Frank, how you doing today, man? I'm good. I I like the switch up for this one because... Um I think it's important to note that even some of our favorite artists um, have these really low points in their careers that um, deserve some revisiting after this much time between them. You know, try to sometimes I think uh, in the moment, uh, like, you know, one of the people were doing the day Nas in the moment when it was written came out. That wasn't received very well. Well, now when people think about it was written, that's a a really easy classic, right? Like, that's almost consensus classic. But at the time, people didn't enjoy that. I think uh, people's less quality work, at least viewed at the time, deserves to be revisited. So um, I I like the switch up for this one. Yeah, I think it's a, a nice change of pace and, you know, it could get a little monotonous if we got on here every episode and said, "All right, we're talking about two classics, so which, you know, which way are you going?" I mean, obviously for these artists to have albums that are so maligned, that means that they're also that great, right? Because the bar is that high and these have been viewed as duds really since they dropped. So I do think, you know, 25, 20, you know, 23, 24 years have passed. It's worth revisiting these to see if they are truly as trash as people have said they are. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I think, uh, where you want to, you want to start with, uh, you want to start with Snoop? Start with Snoop. That was the first album, uh, that came out in 96. So yeah, Snoop was in a rough spot in his career. I don't know if you could point to any one year and say this artist had it harder than Snoop did in 1996. I mean, it was a confluence of things. It's been, you know, documented to death, but to beat a murder case in February, then to see your mentor and and the person that really introduced you to the world and Dr. Dre depart your company in June, and then to have your good friend and label mate murdered in September and then to have your boss and CEO sent to prison in October. There's a lot going on with Snoop around this time. Not to mention, um, you know, with surrounding Pac, they weren't even on good terms at the time. So it was like a lot of guilt probably there. Right. Exactly. So there's, there was a lot going on with Snoop um, going into this album and, that's without mentioning just the monumental pressure of following you up just doggy style, doggy style. Yeah. That lit at the time was the biggest release in hip hop history, right? And I mean the the pressure is like you said it without without Dre. That's that is a I mean you know on this album he he says he kind of makes a little jab at like oh what am I beats now yeah and, but. Let's be honest. Say, man, they say your beat's going to be real delicate since yeah. Drayden shook the spizz out. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, let's be honest. That's that's a massive undertaking for him without having Dre there. That's not something he's used to. He knows that this shit right here is going to be handled. 
Like, no matter what, he knows that whatever this beat is, it's going to be catered perfectly for his flow, his cadence, his style. And uh, this was this was a lot different for him. And he was all over the place, you know, even at this time. This was only, this was a year or maybe a little less after uh, murder was the case, after uh, that came this, out. This was about two years after murder two was the years? case. Two years? Yeah, that, that I came, I want to say that dropped, in, it, that dropped in maybe like November of 94. I thought it was 95. Yeah. Okay, well, either way, um, Snoop had, he was still very much in the in the limelight. For sure. Well, do, and the dog pound dropped. And dog not just for and, the bad reason. Right. So, yeah, and dog pound had dropped. He Obviously, New York, New York was some shit that. Um, Kicking over the buildings. Yeah. and Yeah. That, that caused waves, and he was on that. So. Um, just Snoop, re- just real quick though, I w- I wanted to touch on the Dre thing because I have a bit of an unpopular opinion here. Dre uh, did officially leave the label in, in June of '96, yeah. right? Yeah. But his involvement with Death Row and their music had pretty much deteriorated yeah. well before that. Like if right. you look at the Dog Pound's debut album, which came out in, on Halloween of '95, I think Dre did maybe two songs on that. Yeah. Um, Daz was handling Daz a lot was, of the production. Daz was doing most of the the stuff right. by then. You look at All Eyes on Me, and yeah, Dre had California Love, and Can't See Me was one of those like all time favorite like album cuts, right? Yep. But Daz is kind of handling a lot of that too, along with Johnny J. Yep. And I don't think the music suffered, so I don't think that it was Snoop just losing Dre's production that was an automatic death sentence for this album. No. I think what where he missed Dre the most was almost as in like a uh, quality control type of way. Yeah. Where him and where Dre and the DOC really helped Snoop structure his songs and and exactly. craft like his lyrics and his rhymes. So I th- yeah, even more than than what the beats were, this was more from like an uh like an orchestrator standpoint. Right. Like uh, from a composer standpoint, like Dre, he'll was have you just do thirty so much, takes to get it right. Exactly, it, it was really that um, not crutch, but but that equal. Mm-hmm. It was Snoop's equal as a producer, basically, and and Daz is great. Like we both love Daz, super underrated, producer. extremely underrated producer. But he but he's not Dre. He's not, and, Dre. and it's okay to say. I mean, it's Dre. But like, but Daz is very underrated, and, and yes, like you mentioned, it should be mentioned. Daz was holding it down for Death Row. He was Death after Row's Dre like, was was gone. He was Death Row's in like and, and main I mean, in house producer. Even on Doggy Style, Daz held it down on Doggy Style. Right. So it's not like you know he came as just some fill in after Dre left. No, Daz had been putting in work for for years with Death Row at that point, and you know just ended up becoming. After that, the main guy. The main guy, yeah. And this wasn't even like Snoop a few few years later where, all right, you kind of just thrust him with like no limit and beats by the pound. Yeah. Um, Daz is an extension of the Dre tree, so one would think that, okay, maybe it's not quite doggy style, but Dre's production for a lot of people wasn't really hitting in in 96. Well, California love, but if you look at like the the Nas is coming and some of the work that he was doing, um, Dre had kind of started to be viewed as like, all right, does he still have it? Yep. Um, you know, speaking of, of Snoop just kind of going into this without any real guidance, I think that that is something that is readily apparent throughout this album. Um, KLC of Beats by the Pound had an interesting story about when Snoop first got to No Limit. He goes in the studio and presses record, and he's 
waiting on Snoop to, you know, start rapping. And Snoop basically told him, like, all right, what do you want me to do? Yeah. And I feel like on The Dog Father, it feels like Snoop just kind of went in there and just started rapping. And whatever he did is what they put out. That's exactly how I would describe this. I would describe this as, like, um, they had this plethora of beats, um, some great, uh, many more of them not so great, and basically had him, I don't know, freestyle on all the songs, and then and just whatever came out came out. And, like, I will say, I, I mean, fuck it, why not just dive into it? Like, I, I will say, one thing you're always going to get from Snoop and the only thing that I, I think does uh, save this album, uh, as simplistic as this sounds, it is Snoop. Snoop is what saves it just because Snoop is so cool. Snoop's cadence, his flow, his his delivery, like everything about Snoop is just so, it's still going to sound good from that technical standpoint. But that being said, this album was just so disjointed and Snoop sounded so bored at times. Yeah. That bored, it was just drained, like, lazy, a combination it, of I all think of it, it's maybe. All of it. It's like lethargic, is how I would describe like it's it almost sounds like he was he was drug in there by his feet and yeah. made to do it. I agree. Like he with didn't want to do it, like they just made him do it. And it, it just there wasn't that that any of that passion and that fun and that energy like man when you when you compare this to doggy style and all the energy yeah. on that album and just, you could tell he loved making that shit and the difference in these two things is not Dre yeah I, not I wouldn't Dre. say it's Dre and even right. to your point about like well it's Snoop so Snoop can make this a passable project I actually disagree with that for this particular okay. album I think that the production was fine I think the supporting cast, like, if I told you that we got an album from Snoop that had DJ Pooh on the boards, that had Daz on the boards, that had LT Hutton, Superfly, it's featuring Trey D, Nate Dogg, Warren G, um, Badass, Charlie Wilson on four songs, like, sign me up, right? Because it, it, it's a lot better oh, yeah, than... on paper, that's outstanding. Right, so I think actually the supporting cast is kind of what lifted this project. So I'll say that about Charlie Wilson, um, certainly. Uh, but I I am not a, like first of all, uh, Superfly. Jesus, man, you're not I, a fan. He was horrible on it. His production was so god awful to me on this album. Like, what did? Let me check I, and see what Superfly did. On he that. it was just it was just a pile of shit from him, honestly. And well, he did. He did uh, the freestyle, the freestyle conversation, which was. I mean, it's so hard to listen to that. Like I, I, I was. By the end of that song, like you know, I, I didn't always feel this way about this album. 
I actually used to think this album wasn't so bad. And then upon revisiting it, I was like, what the hell was I thinking? Um, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, that, I, just, that, I wanted to touch on that. For years, I would say for a decade, we've talked about this, I mean, on occasion, right? And and you've you always been it's, adamant that... It's not that, great, but it's not bad. Correct. Like, it gets unfair criticism and, and hate heaped onto I, it. This time, it's just like, it's almost like, uh, uh, like the darkness was shined on me. And I was just like... Oh wait! It really is this bad. It's terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. I think it. I think like this. This album, especially because of how long it is, you have to sit there and listen to all these damn songs. But like, I just clocks I, out at twenty one songs. I mean, yeah. there's skits littered there's throughout, skits, but it's yeah. twenty one tracks, which is common for a Snoop album. I think unfortunately. the production on this, like, like you said, if you tell me that Pooh and and Daz and Superfly, okay, that sounds good on on paper. They just didn't all bring it. And honestly, like I love Pooh. I don't think Pooh brought it that hard either. It's there's really um, nothing that's that's really like outstanding to me. I would say my favorite sonically on this album. Um, uh, uh, what Groupie. Is what's the one? Uh, what's the one? That has the the zap beat on it. Snoops upside your head, or no? no uh, up jump no. the boogie. Up jump. Up the jump boogie. the boogie. Yeah, I would say that. Up a jump nice the corrupt boogie. feature on there. Yes, yes. Yeah. I would say that that's probably my favorite one. But even with that, it's still like you got to think. I mean, we both we both love West Coast hip hop. Like, I mean, really love West Coast hip hop. How many times have you heard that? What that particular song? No, yeah, basically. Well, the, the thing about this album too is the the crippling indictment of it is that it is following up Doggy Style, yeah. and there is be certain you can enjoy this project as like kind of a sleeper that everybody hates on. I'm not saying you personally, yeah, yeah. but a listener no. out the fan of Snoop. Oh, me. Um, this album does not have a what's my name, a gin and oh juice. Oh my god! It ain't no fun. Although I, I like Groupie, but it doesn't have sure. like. But even if you compare Groupie to Ain't No Fun. Like, look at, look at the difference I like in that. I think Groupie's I mean, a good song. I mean, sure, but do you like Ain't No Fun? Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, there's none of that here. Not and even he, close. It, like, the Dogfather, the title track, was released as the first single. And um, it's crazy, man, because if you look at that legendary, like, 4th of July House of Blues performance in L.A. with Pac and Snoop and the Dog Pound, you know, people love to look at 96 and say, oh, Pac was just the biggest rapper on the planet. And that's arguable, but, like, Snoop headlined that show, even though he was two and a half years removed from his debut album. And when he debuted that single on stage, it did not get any type of reaction whatsoever. He follows that up with Vapors as a single, which is, again, in that mold of, like, what he did with Slick Rick's Lottie Dottie, where it's almost like a cover yeah, um, it was Vapors basically a remake. A, it was a remake. Yeah. Vapors is a cool song. I think that's it's a where, cool song. That's sure. where Snoop sounds his hungriest on this album because yeah. it is a little bit of storytelling. He's talking about Warren G's, talking about yeah. Daz, talking about himself. That was a cool little flip of that. But man, on songs like "Me and My Dogs," oh my god, or like Six Minutes." Well, that's the thing. He's is like sleepwalking the, the lows, through all of this. The lows of this album, man, are are unbearable. Like it's it's he literally, literally gets on just the mic made and it's me just rapping like this. All all that charisma is gone. Angry, like I I just wanted to like knock on my neighbor's door and shoot them in a the kneecap because okay. that's what Snoop did to me. 
Like, he sonically shot me in the kneecap yeah. and made me sit there and bleed out. And it's like, there are, so there's a couple songs that I do like. I, I do like just in totality, not just production. I mean the whole thing, right? Like, Snoop Bounce, I fuck with that. I like that. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, I like well, Snoop. Snoop Bounce, what do you mean, Snoop subside your head? Or Snoop Bounce? Snoop oh, yeah, Bounce. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah, what you're Snoop talking Bounce. about. Yep. Charlie, that's, that's the Charlie. second song yep. that Charlie's on. Yep. Um, and 2001, I do like Snoop's flow. Okay. On that. Um, so it's not it's not an altogether just totally shit album, but if you're going to put 21, it's not 21 tracks, but you know what I mean. If you're going to put 21 tracks on something. Or like 16 or 17 actual songs. And I can only say that I, I fuck with two or three. Right. Man, I, that's not what I'm expecting from you, and that's what this is all about, right? Because... The expectation. Like you mentioned at the beginning, these are these are titans. So you're gonna you're held and to not a just different then, standard now. If yeah yeah you're held to a different standard. So if you were some cat that came out today that I I don't expect much out of. If you give me two or three songs that I like, I'm gonna be like, oh okay. That was a pleasant surprise. Pretty good. Yeah. I'm surprised, but not Snoop and damn sure not Snoop coming off of Doggy Style. Yeah. That's and, what and really, even, even, really drives it home. Even if the argument, Frank, was, well, Doggy Style was three years ago. I mean, Snoop was on two of America's Most Wanted, and that's yeah. a it's a classic. So yeah. it's, it's so the expectations Snoop were still did there shit after that. That was that was as as good or better, right? Than Doggy Style. So it's it, you know that's not really an excuse. Like, oh, maybe he's a one hit wonder. No, he kept doing stuff after that. That was. Still on fire, like Snoop proved. It's important to know the reason why the expectations for this was so high. Snoop proved that he wasn't just uh, that flash in the pan. That's important to note because after Doggy Style, it was it pretty much was like okay, confirmed prodigy. Yeah, he's an actual he's an actual prodigy. Like he's gonna be one of them. He might end up being the goat type shit and. So if you're sitting there in like late October '96 and you're like, "Ooh man, Dogfather in That's two weeks," That's what you're thinking as this comes out. Yeah, yeah, and it it like the whole thing just feels really flat and uninspired. Yep. Like even in the tight, like uh, the Dogfather is a cool, uh, I guess, name for an album, right? A play oh, on well, yeah. a play on his he'll name. Always, yeah, he always. '96. You've never seen more of like the mafioso thing going on than that particular yep. time. But this project doesn't even attempt to do that. It doesn't. Like no, it's, it doesn't. It's, it's a mafioso album in album cover and title only. You know, there's a few vague references to Snoop Corleone. I didn't even think and, about that. That's weird too. Yeah. Because in the title, certainly, and in the album cover. You would think that that's what he was going for. It's going to be tales of like this lavish, like almost like a that. like a, a West Coast, like only built for Cuban yeah. links, where it's like yeah. you know big time kilo dealing and Tony Montana type of vibes, Don Corleone and all this. And Snoop doesn't even try and um, put all of that together. Snoop has absolutely no theme for this album. It sounds like and no direction, right. and he uh, I I don't think he even knew. Um, where he was or or what he wanted to be at all on this album and which totality, is fair which is fair considering figure that out right fair considering life. everything that we had discussed right. like the year that he had right i um, think it was a whirlwind 
That being said, though, uh, and shout out to our guys over there at Culturist Theory. They ranked Snoop albums from, you know, last to first. He has like 22 albums. They did put this at like number 19, 18, Mm -hmm. 19. I don't think it's that bad. There are certain things that I I just can't overlook. Well, are we... (laughs) Are we going to, like, count? Uh, I mean, I, obviously, they're doing his entire. I'll put this over, like, the Snoop Lion phase Yeah, and that, shit. they had that like, lower than the Dogfather. Okay. But once they got out of, like, the reggae album and yeah. the Bible of Love gospel album, yeah. this was right there. It's like, no, this is his worst. I don't think so because Snoop has dropped. Man, I love Snoop, but so, yeah. he drops a lot of well, very Snoop is a volume bad shooter, albums. Man. Yeah. Snoop is a volume shooter, and there's going to be there's gonna be those, you know, like, he really Snoop is is still like he's always gonna be putting out stuff. You don't drop for like, very he, long. He dropped like two albums last year. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you don't go for very long without getting a Snoop project, and that's for better or worse. And they're usually twenty one songs yeah. long. You know, that's for better or worse. Like Snoop pumps out content, and yeah, some of them are gonna be bad. I think I would agree that. You know, of the twenty two, I don't think I'll have this at nineteen, but it's it, better than it's like not the cracking. documentary. It's better it's than Malice in Wonderland. It's, it's be- not close to cracking the top fifteen, though. I'm not putting it in the top I'm not putting it in the top fifteen. I have it in my top ten. Again, That's wild. I, I can objectively say that That's this was wild. this is a, a the definition of a sophomore slump. Um but I just try and view it through the lens of like I like the production. I like the supporting cast. I can't even look at you. Snoop misses on a lot of these songs, but I still listen to this often enough. Why? Are you a masochist? Why do you do that? Well, I'm a Snoop and, fan, and this is Death Row product in 96, and I'm, I'm always going to revisit that for better or worse. Worse. This, is a, this isn't a good album. No, it's, it's not. not. It's I, not. I would say judge it for yourself, but you know, as we get ready to go into Nostradamus, this is one where it's like, yeah, it, it's not it was written where you go back and listen to it and it's like, how do people really hate on this? Like, why do you hate this? I'll never understand that. This, the Dogfather is not that. No. No, it's not. Um, you know what the I, most I, redeeming... I is a shit album. Well, the, really is. to me, the most redeeming quality of this entire project is the fruitful partnership that began with Charlie Wilson. Yeah, I love Charlie Wilson on the title track. Uh, I mean, Snoop's upside your head, up jump the bo- or uh, he wasn't on up jump the boogie Snoop on bounce. groupie Snoop bounce, um, and you saw like that develop into something outstanding with records like well, beautiful. Char- Charlie and- Wilson is just uh, he's a gem. Shabba tweet tweet tweet. Yeah, he's uh, he's been he's been great to some of our favorite artists and is still helping them out to this day. Right. Um, the artist we're about to speak of. Well, okay, real quick, well. let's let's put a bow on the Dogfather. Out of on a scale of one to ten, yeah. what what would you give this? Oh man, a four. A four. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably oh, have it super at super fail. I'd probably have it at, at like a five. That's still terrible. It's it to it's me. Awful. It's a, it's a. I mean, numerically, it'd be an average project, but like by Snoop standards, especially heading into wait, we're doing five as average. Well, five out of ten. I mean, I think that that. The definition. I think that's an F. That's fifty percent. Yeah. Oh, okay. From from a report card standpoint, yeah. yeah he I'm didn't doing knock it this that out way. Of the, he didn't like, knock this out of the park. Yeah, he failed. Do you like? like do you like? Uh, because a lot of people would say the game is to be sold, not to be told, is I way worse than this. Oh, completely disagree with that. Right. I completely disagree with that. It's a fish out of water project, but it, 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 it has its moments where these are kind of few and far between, if at yeah. all. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't. There's there's uh, maybe 
uh, it was probably just one, maybe two songs, two songs on this that album you could go back that to. I would that I would like actively like seek if out. I'm riding around, I would actually listen to them. Um, there's more than that on the game is to be sold, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I just I really I'm I'm upset at Snoop. I'm upset at you. Because <laughs> I had to go back and I had to listen to. This oh, he shit. was for for the audience out there. Frank texted me about uh, seven or eight hours ago, wanting to not even do this episode because he's this is he basically said this is unbearable trash and I'm mad that you're making me go through this yeah. right now. It was awful. It was awful. It felt like, um, you know, you ever do something and you think to yourself, "Well, that was awful," but at least I'm never gonna have to do it again. Right. Well. Well, now you never have to do it again. Yeah. You can firmly, you, I mean, your opinion is cemented in that the dog it father is, is absolute garbage to you. Love and, you, Snoop, but that wasn't it. Yeah. That I, wasn't it. I, I, I don't think it's that bad. I would have it in his top ten just because, again. That's insulting to The him. supporting cast and the production. And there are a few spots where I think he actually showed the charisma that he displayed on I agree with style. that. I agree Let's with get that. into Nostradamus. Yep. Because people hate on this album to this day. What well, is it still regarded as his worst album to people? Which is insane to me. I think that's asinine. I think that's a- absolutely asinine, but but yeah. Context matters. And again, if we're going to talk about Doggy Style and it being a fo- you know, Dog Father being a follow-up to that, yep. he, Nostradamus isn't Nas following up Illmatic. I mean, unfortunately, it was written got that sophomore slump treatment. But I think people's problem with Nas is as hip-hop became more commercial in the late 90s and early 2000s, um, Nas kind of just stepped into that in a, in a major way. And it Well, not you know what? Not even in a major way. He was viewed so much as like, you know, he's coming with the hood poetry and he's so deep with his writing that any time he tried to do anything else, people are like, it's not Omatic, and it's the gift and the curse. It is the gift and the curse, and also whenever Nas did that, um, save for "Hate Me Now," mm-hmm. it felt like it was forced. I again, it, like, if I ruled the world, for example. Oh well, that's not, I don't even count that as such. But people did, but, sh- sure, it's, yeah. But, it, but that's a that's what's a more hip hop. If you can hate on that song, then I I don't even want to. I don't even want to hear your opinion if you don't think that's oh, a great. It's song. not hip hop enough, but what's more hip hop okay. than a Houdini sample and Lauren Hill crooning the hook? You know, Please, but give me th- Nas that's, and Lauren Hill. Any that's any a whole other discussion. Yeah. By uh, the time Nostradamus was released in November of '99, um, this is the first time that we ever really saw like bootlegging become a major yes. issue. Yes. So Nas originally uh, planned to drop a double album, which was definitely a, a thing of the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, called I Am, dot, 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 The Autobiography. And rampant bootlegging got a lot of those songs out on the streets, a a lot of which actually ended up on the Lost Tapes years later. But it forced him to go back and basically make new albums, and that's what you got out of I Am. He dropped two albums in 99. I Am came out in April. This one followed up in November. And... uh, he basically said, like, I'm going to go back to the drawing board. I'm going to give you all fresh material. And save for Project Windows and Come Get Me, this is all material that you can tell he recorded within about a month or two span. And I, I think a lot of people took issue with that as well. But um, 
if you hate on this album, I'd be curious as to know why. Like, is it because it's not Illmatic? Is it because it's not, it was written? I think this is better than I Am and a lot of other albums in his catalog. I don't agree with that. I think I, I Am. is too just disjointed for me. Like, there's, there's. I think this is too, though. Like, uh, I think it has a little bit more of a cohesive feel. can't tell me a song feel. that has, like, Project Windows and You Owe Me on it. Or, or yeah, it, that, was the, like, that was a radio attempt. It, but I will say this. I'm not here for anybody that is is going to slander You Owe Me. Because I, I never did hate that song, and I still don't hate Same. that song. And I'm telling you right now, if I'm in a club, which I will never be because I'm 33 years old, but if I was in a club and that song came on, I'm getting slapped by somebody's daughter. I just telling you right now because that shit is a, still a banger to me. It, to me, it goes back to like any time you try to do anything other than like Nas's like or yeah. something like that. People are just going to be like, "But it's not New York State of Mind." Like that's what they want. You owe me they is always a, want that. It, you owe me isn't some classic song, but it's a good Timbaland beat. Agreed. Genuine does his thing on it, and Nas doesn't fuck it up. Right. You exactly. Know? I, I I always enjoy that song, but it, but I digress. So. The singles really I didn't think, help this album. Man, you know what the problem is with this? Because the title track is another kind of lazy, like... If you're, oh, we'll, we'll get to because this isn't even about the lows yet. Jesus Christ. Um, if you're someone who who is a heavy uh, critic of Nas, if you're hard on Nas, it's typically the same talking points, right? Um, it's, a, it's about how... Beat selection? It's beat selection and it's his hooks. Right, mm-hmm. and I mean, it, this album right here, you got you can just feast on it because the hooks are just awful. Nas's Nas's hooks are awful on this album. And, he has some really bad ones on uh, this. Yeah, I mean, look, nasty Nas to Esco to Escobar. Stop, <laughs> right? Stop it. <laughs> like, it's so bad. That's the thing. Is like. I think the problem with this album is Nas is spitting like he always does, right? Like he is he is dropping the knowledge. He is he's bringing that classic, uh, uh, unique flow of his, and he's dropping the same gems that he had been previously. Except he's putting the shit on these songs with these horrible hooks that don't seem to go with the song, and then the the like. Uh, he also was like glossy on some of it. Some of it. It's just some like of it. I, it was so, it was so disjointed to me. It was so out of order. Like it just, it felt like it was rushed. It just felt like it was. It felt like it was. It was okay. Here, just put those on there. And, and he admitted as much. Well, yeah. a he said there was a lot of personal things going on in his life, and as yeah. we know, his his mom was yeah. getting sick he, around yeah. this time. Um. I don't know. I think that if you're putting together like a, a a Nas anthology, right? I do think that there are at least three or four songs that you could pluck from this album and they would fit right in. Oh, I agree with that. Like, yeah, production. He got a lot of Dame Grease on this album. He got a lot of Dame Grease and a lot a- of Les is on it. Les is on and it. And Les had, I mean, previously had been on some of Nas's. Well, he knocked a best. lot of those collaborations yeah. out of the park. Yeah, th- uh, on this album, he didn't do no. It, for me. it was it was now, pretty standard. Now, the team up that's always great that was great again on this album was Nas and Primo. Right, Nas and Primo go together perfectly. Well, and, come get me. What the again, man? Come get me is the song. One of the songs you're referring to. Yeah. 
It wasn't even intended for this album. Yeah. You hear him right. in a line and on a verse on this song, yep. I wild on haters on album three. Yep. Well, this is his fourth yeah. album. So yeah. this was intended for what was going Absolutely. to be the double album. Yep. But Project Windows with Ronald Isley, that is peak Nas. I mean, like, it, it is. I would hold that up to anything that he's ever done before. It's it's just right up there with, I mean, it's when, when you're talking about, um, if you want to give somebody some sort of uh, view into who Nas is as an artist, uh, and they, you know, they, they say, here, just give me some material. I want to check this out. I want to know what kind of artist he is. Project Windows is one of those. Like, there's... On most of his albums, there's at least one or two that you can take from and say this shoot is Shoot him, him Up is another one. Oh, shoot Took him like up that is... classic like Christmas sample and one loaded gun, two da-da-da-da. No, da. Like, he, he killed that. Shoot him Up is just one of Nas's best songs like of all time. And so is Project Windows, and that's saying a lot. And you also got to keep in mind, to say something is one of Nas's best songs of all time, he has so many that that could be a top. 25 or 30 or whatever, right. and not be disrespectful, right? Um, and just real quick, too, uh, last words. Yeah. It's not, I gave you power, but it's no. another really creative take on Nas rapping from the perspective of something. Agreed. So on I gave you power, it's the gun, yeah. which, we, which we, of course, know influenced Tupac's Me and My Girlfriend. I mean, that was that was such an excellent concept song. On last words, he is rapping from the perspective of a prison cell. Yep. And, I mean, he just paints the picture so perfectly, but I think this song is emblematic of the album, too, because the hook is meh. He's great on the verse, but nobody is um, clamoring for Millennium Thug and Nation features. I mean, they're terrible. Nas could like, never. I just don't, he could I don't, never I, assemble a crew. Now I don't. I'm not a big fan of the Outlaws. Junior Mafia might be the worst of them all. But like that's one thing Jay was way ahead of him on in terms of being able to roll out a roster that people actually wanted to listen to. Nas was never able to push any of terrible, these guys. Uh, brave and they take up too terrible. much airtime. Yeah. I just there's the 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 bad things about this this is man when it comes to nas it's always with the exception of with the exception of nasir it's always just nas getting in his own way it really is like it's it's that that i don't know if it's stubbornness but well he's a hermit i mean so like well, yeah he's a hermit so i i like the thing that I've noticed with nas is and it goes back to that beat selection argument which i think is a little bit overblown like his beats yes. aren't always trash. No, they're not. But they're you can not. tell that like he literally just writes rhymes in a in a notebook yep. and then he'll just go place them over the first thing that he hears. Exactly. And that's the thing is like I I don't know at what point if any point it became something where it just was like uh, like fuck you, I'm going to do this anyway. Mm -hmm. Like and that's why I say like it's it's kind of just like getting in his own way. Like he he'll have a a grace like on if I took out the hook on Nostradamus I love just the left the verses yeah. and just left the the beat and the verses right, but I, it's almost like why did you do that? You he got in his own way on he free, that. He like, freestyled that song too. Like what the fuck? What were you doing? But that's that's the thing. Is just is little stuff that could turn the song from because the quality in his ability as an MC is so high that it lifts it lifts the floor right. on the song, but. 
the other shit will cap the ceiling on it. And that's what just drives me wild about Nas sometimes. And Nas is the GOAT to me. Like, he he is the GOAT. He's the greatest But I'm not such a stan that I won't point out where I, I do see, you know, the, the times where he does this shit to himself. Well, um, it's just wild to me that, like, we can sit here and name four. Like, okay, some of us have angels. Yep. Come get me. Yep. Um, shoot them up. Lose by Havoc, by the way. Right? Last is so underrated. Last words. Um, I feel like I'm even missing one that was enjoyable. But I, I can no, point. No, we, we certainly are. I it's, can point to like five songs yeah. that I really enjoy. But for every one of those, you get like the, the intro and the outro with that forced poetry and that bland, like weird little beat. And then you have New World, which again recycles the Toto Africa production it's very dated and feels cheap because it's that turn of the millennium it's a new world and they got the countdown to 2000 it like he oh missed God. on a lot with of the, stuff with the sample from from toto yeah toto the the oh my god it was so i would rather see i would rather fucking see toto perform africa in blackface than ever listen to that song again <laughs> okay. i just i'm telling you some of this shit is like like why are you doing this it's to cringy yourself? too like big girl like that's what I want. All right, so all of this, hold on. Let's clear the runway. Let's clear the runway. Let's do it. Because all of this, all of this was just a grand scheme for us to finally get to this place, right? Is Big Girl the worst song ever from a great artist? No. Are you going to say that is Sunshine? Uh, no, no, you hate I, that song no, so much. I, I wouldn't say it was. Uh, well, I, I hate. I know what girls like more than even sunshine. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty bad. Too. I, I wouldn't say that because at least he, if you're gonna rap on a beat like that, yeah, he the flow was there. Yeah. And on like a previous album, like I Am, and you listen to not Big Girl but Big Things, yeah, like dude, he he does not know how to. Like Jay is great at that. That mm-hmm. especially on songs like "Is That Your Bitch," like he can rap super fast. And I tongue think that's twisting. part of the problem with this album. By the way, like Nas, Nas kind of forced himself to do some shit that everybody that else his, was doing. That his, his opponents were right, right, were doing. And you don't need to do that because the reason you are who you are is because you have your own style. Like Jay Z was a fan of you. For a reason, like, why are you now trying to be like well, him? It's, the, in a it's way? the commercialism of the time. It is. But that's what happened. Gr- is hip hop became very. But an artist like him doesn't just need don't force that. Force yourself even, to do that. Even though Puffy was on, hate me now. Yeah, the best song on that album to me is well, maybe outside of Undying Love. Nas is like, and yeah, that's no, a classic primo beat. Nas staying true to himself has always been a formula that works. Right. Like it's he, did, he didn't need to do a you owe me again. We no. we are in the rare minority of thinking that that song's a little hated on too much. Yeah. But Big Girl, I wouldn't say it's the worst song from a great artist because he caught the pocket with the flow. Now the chorus is the cringiest thing you'll ever hear. For, for those of you that haven't heard it, the stylistics have the song. You're a big girl, not no more daddies, little girl. And Nas is crooning I that, know. and it, it's just like, dude, who are you talking to right now? Like, this is... this is. I just don't... It's weird, and it's, it's, it's cringy, and it's awkward, and I hate that song so much. I hate that song more than any song Nas has ever done. I might hate that song more than more than any song ever. But that's... I just I, hate it. I, I hate I everything guess about it. The, it's that's, awful. That's kind of like the tale of the album though 
It's like you got like four or five bangers. You got yeah. like three or four that are like cool. I, I actually will listen to these, but then you just have some the god ones, awful. The songs. bad ones aren't just like aren't just like hey, this is like Nas is slipping on this one a little bit. It's like what were you thinking, bad? Even going into it's the like, studio, why would you even like who allowed who allowed you to leave with that thinking exactly. that they should make the, like the final you, album? All right, when you start recording, you have to you know hit record right. And then the person go. I'm just in the most simplistic form. You got hit record. It's what we do goes, every show, baby. Does their says their shit right, right, and then you end it. So they had all the time between hit and record. I'm not even counting the time before you hit record where you should have just said we're not even bringing that inside the studio. Yeah, because you know he rehearsed right. it. <laughs> somebody somebody we had to put e- that beat together, and he's sitting there no more. Yeah, he's singing that shit, little girl. <laughs> That's we not even oh, we're we're beyond that now. Somebody that hit record, bad. allowed him to do the whole thing, and then finished it and said, "Let's mix it, fucking get it, put it out there. Yep. Let's go, baby. Yep. Let's give that to the masses." That's horrible. Like, and and that's why it's stuff like that where I think is deserved that this album gets the hate that it does because it's very hard for me to defend you, even though I don't agree. It's very hard for me to defend you when you are putting shit like that on an album. Yeah. Like, this is canon. This is in your discography. Yeah, yeah. And you were putting shit like that on your album. It makes it really hard for me to defend you, bro, as as an artist. like I still like this album. I, it's in my... And, and Nas is... That's, I, the, that's the thing. I think is Nas I still, has like 16 or 17 albums. This is in my top 10. Whereas the general consensus amongst the masses would have this like 16 out of 16. I don't have this in my top 10, but it's probably in my top 12 12 to 13. Yeah. I think the highs on this are enough for me to like separate it from. Because, man, he's had some truly mad projects too. That's what I don't understand about. So people say, um, people say that this is his worst album, but man, some of the stuff that followed like. Like hip hop is dead or streets disciple. Well, I I like hip hop is dead more than this album, but really okay, yeah. But I think the beats. But are I worse do on like this more than streets disciple, and I mean it's untitled. Like there's album Nasir. I think Nasir is his worst album. Yeah. Um. Well, it suffers from the same fate as a lot of this project, where it does feel kind of like he just yeah. went in there and like fit. The, Except the difference the is beat. it wasn't his fault on that one, right? But but regardless, yeah, he the w- product w- was the product. With Nostradamus, he did go out of his way to like, all right, I'm just going to do a new album, and and yep. man, I think the timing of this was really bad too because Nas had been on this gradual perceived decline, and Jay's yeah. Jay's like rising at this time, and you got artists like DMX and even like Ja Rule to a lesser extent that are kind of like in big pun. Yep. Taking New York to a different the locks and Nas is like falling even further by the wayside. You know that the timing is is awful on this, it. This it per- really is. now this album did perpetuate some of the J beef. Yeah, you no, know he has sure. on on the title track. He has a, a line: "You want to ball till you fall." I could help you with that. Well, yeah. Memphis Bleak had a song called "Ball Till You Fall." Yeah, and even though Nas yep. was kind of taking shots at Jay about the throne on the previous album, I am on yep. um, "We Will Survive." Yep. This kind of blew it up because then Memphis Bleak responds directly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really in 2000, you started seeing even more pot shots being thrown, especially on like the, the bridge remix off his QB compilation album. Um, but I, I just can't sit here and, and say 
that not to, to me if you say Nostradamus is his absolute worst album I can't agree with I that. I can't well not only can I not agree with it I feel like you you're just going along with what everybody what else is say. saying. Yes. You you read something. No, you truly you, went with it. you truly feel that way about the dog father and I respect that. Well, but I don't think it's not worse as worse. Yeah, no, but I, I mean, like, yeah, but you yeah. know, sometimes people get a little too cute with it, and I'm guilty of this as much as anybody. Where it's like, no, too many people are saying it's bad. I'm going to find the good in it Just and go against the and grain. present it as a good project. Yeah, I don't think Nostradamus is great, but I don't think it's horrible or even bad. I think like it's good at best but that just wasn't enough for Nas in 1999 not even close now I will say um and and we've talked about this before sometimes we talked about it with Dre uh sometimes you need some shit to be so bad yep. that it that you bounce back from it in a way that blows everybody away right and that's what happened. This here, this was right? a necessary right. This way he needed this because when he came back with Stillmatic, oh shit, there's the revival. Yeah, and who's to like, say we even get a Stillmatic if if the reception if this does well to enough, Nostradamus? I don't think we do. Right. No, because at that, I mean all the shit he was going through that we we mentioned before, and but on top of that, now you add to it, um, you know, I am and Nostradamus. People looking at that and being like. Pfft, him and Jay, that's not even a discussion anymore. Right. Like, that's really what it got to is, is basically this dude is a relic. Well, what did Jay say on the takeover? He's like, uh, two a of them lot. shits was due. One was yeah. meh. The yeah. other was Illmatic. That's yeah. a one-hot album every 10-year average. And yeah. Jay was speaking from a fan's perspective. He was. And this was the yep. feel and the climate of Nas's career in li- the and late he 90s. he sat there and he stewed with that for, what was it, two years before, uh, in between um, Nostradamus and, and Stillmatic. Stillmatic. Uh, almost to like and 01, the, right? Yeah, not yep. only that, late 99, late yep. 01. Yeah. Yep. So for two years, he stewed on that. And... It gave us Stillmatic, right. which is that's a classic. So like, take a couple steps back, a couple steps backwards to yeah. take a leap forward, right? right. So I, I will say the the best thing about this album is uh, what happened after, right. like the you- lows of this album really made people totally write him off. And when you're as good as Nas is, you respond the way that he did. Well, Nas is one of those artists too, right? When <laughs> It may be more um, emblematic than anybody. You can tell when he's inspired, and you can tell when he isn't. Yeah. And Snoop actually is in that category as well, because yeah. if you listen to you know post Dogfather, and I won't even include the game is to be sold because there were a little bit of laziness there and, and uh, fish out of water type of formula, but you can tell on No Limit Top Dog in the last meal. Oh, Snoop's hungry again. Yeah, you can tell when you can an artist it. like Nas is motivated and yeah. inspired, and certainly we've seen that in the last two and a half years yeah. with. The four oh, albums that he's revival. dropped, yeah. Nas has had three careers, man, and it's it's impressive because you know it all started really the the revival itself all started um, off the heels of this, mm-hmm. and it's just there's been so many chapters in that career, and he's thriving right now, thriving right now. So him becoming the the OG um, pioneer. That he is, in totality, getting to where he is now, it maybe never happens if this album wasn't received the way that it was at yeah, the time. They, this this album from the time it dropped was, yeah, it was a death sentence. It was critically panned, bunch of negative reviews. It only 
went platinum, which again, in the late nineties, an artist of that magnitude that should be pushing double, you know? Um, yeah, he, he went in there and just made an album to make an album. Yep. And you can hear it in his delivery because even the hunger that you heard on certain songs on I Am, for the most part, that's it's not really there on, on Nostradamus. But I still find it to be an enjoyable project. And maybe that is my Nas bias, but I just feel like people automatically point to this and say, yep, that was the... I'll say this, probably was the lowest point of his career, but I don't think it's the worst project that he's ever dropped. No, it's not. It's not even close to that. Well, you showed your hand. So in terms of the this or that, I am almost certain that you're going Nostradamus. Easily. Um, wasn't as easy for me, but I'm, I'm going to agree because I do think that you can pull, again, those four or five songs and they belong. They, you could put them with any other songs from any era that he's, you know, been active in and they're going to hold their own. I can't point to one on the dog, the dog father. That's among his best. That's no. among his best. No, I no. would say the closest thing is maybe vapors because it was a cool follow-up to like Lottie Dottie. Yeah. Like if you're making a Snoop's greatest hits, you're probably going to you're not skip everything every on. Right yeah. Agreed. Yeah. 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 Um, I think Nas has the worst song between the two albums. Big girl. Yeah. Okay. But, See, I don't even I, I don't even know if I can say that, man. Yeah, I mean, it's fair. It's Snoop damn sure gave him enough competition. There there are some songs uh, on the Dogfather where it's like, wow, like um, what happened to you? And on top of that, it's just so bloated on top of that. Right. It's, it's so many tracks and the skits and everything just it, it was just it's just a bad project, man. It's just a bad project. And and the, when it comes to Nostradamus, it's it's average. Right. It's me. Right. I'm fine with anybody. Like, if, if if you're a fan of Nas, I'm fine with anyone saying, I'm not a big fan of that album. Yeah. It's it's okay. Exactly. And, there, and you say it's okay. It's okay, and there's some really bad moments Even on it. Even if you say underwhelming, like, sure. Yeah. I could agree with that. That's fine, yeah. I could agree with that. But, but it's, you can't say it's shit. It's and not, I, I yeah, think you can it's say not the worst. About. Yeah, the Dogfather is not. Even though I, I have it a little bit further. Well, I mean, judging by what you said, I have it. Much you have further, much higher than I do. correct, but uh, but still not good. Even with it's not that. good, yeah, not good. If you, I, I got a lot of death row bias as well from that period, and um, I think a lot of that clouds it for me to where it does make it listenable and you know repeatable to me in some regard. But uh, it's not a good album. No, yeah. All right, guys, let us know what you think in the comments, and until next week, we'll see you later.